If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, June 20th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. How was the weekend, Shauna? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, did all kinds of activities. That's really all I did. I went uh, and did the Legacy Trail from Banff to Canmore. Mm-hmm. Played a doubleheader baseball game yesterday. Didn't get rained on on your bike ride? I know you were worried about that. Luckily, very briefly, uh, and then it passed. It was like four minutes of torrential downpour, and we got completely soaked, but then the sun came out, and then you, uh, we were dry in like three minutes. Nice. So. That was the weather this weekend, like very yep. moody. Mm-hmm. Beautiful one moment, hissing rain, thunder, hail, lightning the next. The same with our doubleheader of ball. Yeah, it was like rain, sun, rain, yep. sun. Well. You saw a couple bears? I did see a couple bears. And I'm jealous. I've never seen a bear in the wild. See, that's crazy because a friend of mine is the same way. And it's hilarious because him and I, we were like partners snowboarding and skiing together. And we bike a lot together. And every time he can't make it, I will see a bear. I think I've seen, <laughs> I've probably seen 12 Really? Bears. I've never seen one? Yeah. Yeah. And I saw two on the trail just again this weekend. And guess what? He was supposed to come with us. And then he hurt his, <laughs> he hurt his knee. And so he didn't wind up coming. And then, of course, I saw two bears. And he was like, what is going on? Which friend like, is this? This is my friend, Jonathan. Jonathan. So mm-hmm. the bear's like, oh, Jonathan's not coming? Cool. We'll come out. Yeah, we'll come out. We'll <laughs> say hello. Jonathan's not there. Exactly. We'll <laughs> we narrowly missed, like, we missed a couple of grizzlies by seconds on our hike last year. Um, How do you know? Because somebody just told someone you. They, yeah. We heard people yelling, and they came around the corner, and they had their bear spray out. And oh, they're like, yeah. they're like, where you're standing, seconds ago, there was grizzlies that scampered off to the trees. Crazy. I'm like, oh, man. So we're doing that hike again next weekend. Or next weekend. I, uh, I really hope not to see any grizzlies on the trail. Well, I'm an idiot, and I didn't bring my bear spray, and I literally turned the corner on the bike trail, and they were right there. Like, we had to stop and back up real quick, and then they saw us, and it, we're like, oh, God. Yeah, that's what? a pants checker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's didn't poop myself <laughs> again. Uh, but, you know. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> again. I'd, Throw that in there. As we all know. <laughs> yep. uh, we got a TV trope on today's show. We're going to talk about our graduating classes. Another dad badge that we missed from last week. Strange ad I got for a type of cabinet handle, a kitchen cabinet handle. An etymology. During the Formula One race this past weekend in Montreal, one of the drivers made some disparaging comments about the Alberta oil industry. And we're going to talk about what he said. The most annoying things you can order at a bar. Buck and Dan are back on the show. This was fun. Uh, first, your out of context clip of the show. Jesus, blow your nose, Dan! The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm a part of this mountain biking forum, and uh, the latest post started like this. There's been a bit of debate lately about whether Calgarians are babies in the rain. Ah. And I laughed a little bit because, of course, we were chatting about this last week, and I was like, I wonder if they listen to our radio program. It was a friend of the show who pointed it out. said, well, Vancouver might be soft with their weather when it comes to the winter and stuff, but yeah. 
Calgarians are a bit soft when it rains. And we started talking about it and said, you're yeah, right. Like, we kind of go into yeah. hibernation. We don't go out like they do in <laughs> Vancouver. So there you go. Uh, but then there were quite a few people who got on the defensive after this, and they responded to this. And one said, we're not babies for not riding in the rain here. We want our dry climate trails to survive for generations to come. So that's a, a good point. Okay. Somebody pretty else. Specific. Very specific. It's pretty specific. Very specific. Somebody else said, I don't think we're babies for not riding in the rain here. Unfortunately, we don't have the humus soil that sucks up the rain like on the West Coast where they can ride in all weather without wrecking the trails. So. Well, I could tell you that when we had this discussion last week, yeah. I was not explicitly thinking about mountain biking trails. No. no. I was just thinking about how. When it rains, I typically stay inside. Yes, definitely. And I mean, uh, but I wanted to put this out as a, a good point. I was like, you know, there's one argument for Calgary avoiding the rain, I guess. <laughs> Apparently our soil doesn't do well in the rain. I don't know if that's a point for us because it means we can't go out because we'll destroy the soil. Or it is a tick against us because it means that even our soil is soft in the rain. I think this defense adds to the softness okay you know, it's like when yeah. you call vancouver soft and they get super defensive about yeah, it well, it's a damn cool it's, yes this well, is our, our soil doesn't this is our version of a it damn hurts cold. our soil it's not good for the i better stay in i don't want to damage the soil our soil is wounded <laughs> if we touch it in the rain okay yeah that's soft that's okay, soft talk yeah. mm. the bns and 20 minutes or less podcast we got a message from friend of the show boy courtney uh, it's Courtney, who is a boy. Yes. He likes to specify. Mm-hmm. He said he was trying to listen to the Blue Jays game in his headphones, but Dan Shulman's nose whistle was so distracting that he couldn't do it. He said that it's another reason for me to dislike Dan Shulman. Now, I don't like Dan Shulman because he sounds like a robot to me. I just don't like that he seems to never have emotion, and now he has a nose whistle to go along with it. <laughs> Man, a nose whistle like that is super distracting. Oh, my some, God, If you're like yeah. in, in somewhere where you're supposed to be quiet, class, yep. a meeting, mm-hmm. watching a movie, and yep. someone's got an audible nose whistle. It's a thing. You can't hear anything but no. the nose whistle. It so. just gets louder and louder at CMCU. You just can't stop thinking about it. It's a beautiful night in the ballpark. Jay's trailing by two. <laughs> Sorry, did you say something there, Dan? Nope. Jay's trailing by two, heading into the bottom of the third. Sounds like you might be experiencing restricted airflow of the schnoz, Dan. I I can't hear it, Buck. Well, well, there's only two of us here and I'm the one talking, so that must be your nose whistle. It must be allergens. Jesus, blow your nose, Dan! VNS in 20 minutes or less. I have quite a few friends who work in the uh, bar industry, and we got talking over the weekend about the most annoying things for customers to order. And I'm always curious about this because I've never worked as a server, so I don't get that inside scoop. So I always am wondering like what they're going to suggest in this kind of thing. But the first one they brought up was ordering a beer flight. And they were talking about how annoying that is for a bartender. Because you have to pour four or five different kinds of beers? Yeah. And I never really thought of that before, but if one person orders one, it's one thing. But if you get, let's say, a table of people who are all ordering beer flights at the same time, that is 20 tiny little glasses of all kinds of different beer that you then have to pour. And I was like, never thought of that before. And it sucks because I love beer flights and that's, I love trying new beer. And so that's something that I love to order. And I heard this and I was like, oh. Well, I mean, it's on the menu and it's also I know. their job. It's true. So I, it's true. Order away, I mm-hmm. say. I know. Another one that they talked about was ordering tea. When people order tea at a bar. And again, they you know, they admit that, of course, it's totally fine. It's just 
I never really thought of that either, but you know, you have to get the tea bag and then you have to boil the water and it's quite a process if you're in a rush mm. and you're trying to do things quickly. Coffee, same thing. And Just I have they're not like that, really set up for it. That's it. And it's not something people order that much. And so with coffee, normally they have to brew like a fresh full pot of coffee, right? Because okay. it's ordered so seldom that again, you have to kind of wait for that. And so they have to go and do all that. And I was like, oh, it's another one I never really thought about. Uh, and another thing that I, I learned, and we've chatted about this before, but this came up again recently. Uh, when a server breaks something, don't yell Opa. Oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I cringe when I hear it. A friend of mine did that recently. And my my friend who was a server was like, don't do that. Ugh. Don't do that. He's like, why? Like, I thought it was just trying to help out the server. And I have to admit, I have done that before, too. Uh. Not like loudly <laughs> enough where they hear, but it's almost one of those to me. I was like, well, for me, it's just showing like nobody cares and it's fun. Who care? Like, don't worry about it. But of course, no, you're drawing attention to the situation. And now lots of people I find do it. And then it gets a little overkill. You're like, we get it. It's not we're not at a Greek restaurant right now. This is not. OK, no. On, to your first two points there, we have a friend who has, you know, spent the last 20 years in and out of bars and liquor sales and that. And when we went out one time and he's like, I'm going to buy a round of shots. What would you like? And I was like, oh, just whatever you're having is fine. He's like, no, what would you like? And I said, oh, OK, well, I would like whiskey. And then he went to the next person and said, what would you like? And I was like, oh, you're wow. going to order a different shot for each person. He's like, absolutely. And I said, well, the bartender's going to hate that. And he's like, too bad. Yeah. He's like, that's it. He's like, if if I were to buy all you drinks, mm-hmm. you, would, right. you would each order your own drink. Fair. But if I'm buying shots, then there's this like unwritten rule that you don't order different kinds of shots. And he said, why not? I'm paying for it, and it's the bartender's job to pour those. Yeah. I said, oh, all right. That is. I'll fair. have a whiskey. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, and that's the thing. Like again, I love ordering beer flights, so I don't know. Order gonna, your beer flight, Sean. I'm gonna change it. Although again. If you think about, like, imagine a table of eight with those. That is 80 different. Like, it could, yeah, oh, my, it could get out of hand. And then someone drops one and you yell, Opa. And, and the staff just like, And then oh. you start doing a dance and woo! <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Did you hear Sebastian Vettel's comments about Alberta from the weekend? Yep. You heard this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you are unaware, uh, so the Canadian Grand Prix was held in Montreal on the weekend. Sebastian Vettel is a German driver who drives for Aston Martin. And on Friday, he wore a shirt around the racetrack saying uh, that the shirt said, Stop Mining Tar Sands, Canada's Climate Crime. And he also had a special helmet for race weekend that had imagery that was critical of, of the oil sands. And he was asked about all this at a press conference, and he had this to say. I think, uh, you know, what happens in... Alberta is a, a crime because you chop down a lot of trees and you basically destroy uh, the place um, just to extract oil. And the manner of doing it with the tar sands mining or oil sands mining is uh, horrible for for nature. And um, obviously Canada's greenhouse gas emissions also have gone up since uh, they started doing it. Um, the site has only I think, been, as far as I read, uh, um, found like 20 years ago. I think the Prime Minister said that no other country would find these resources uh, and not dig them up. Um, I think in principle, you know, every country and every person has has their, their opinions and their, and their stance. Uh, my personal opinion is I disagree. I think, um, you know, as I said, there's so much science around the topic that fossil fuels are going to end and living in a time that we do now. Um, and it goes, goes on like that for a while. But Does he not know like... what sport he's in? 
Dude, the irony, man. Oh, like my. The, that, the that's irony. It. I know. I, you are a race car driver. Yes. Participating for the last 16 years in probably the most carbon intensive sport on earth. Like this, this, yeah. this circus that is Formula One crosses the globe every week during the season. Every week. Yep. With like trailers full of people and equipment and... Let's imagine like oil companies are a huge contributor to this. One of his biggest sponsors is Aramco, the the Saudi Arabian oil company, oh the my. largest oil company in the whole world. As he's saying this, he's sitting there wearing a shirt that says Aramco on his helmet with the oil sands imagery. It says Aramco right beside it. Like, like even that aside though, like I, I, I when I first heard this, I glanced up for a moment. I just saw him and heard the words coming out of his mouth and I was like, this is the most hypocritical thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what are you doing? And I mean, many politicians from Alberta have pointed this out since since he said this on the weekend. We're not the only ones drawing comparisons there, but like how out of touch are some of these people? I don't know. Like that he was asked if he thought that made him a hypocrite, you know, given the sport he participates in and the, the people he takes sponsorship dollars from. Yep. And he said, Yes, yes, I suppose it does. You so suppose like, is that the first time you've like, considered this or So that leads me to believe that, you know, he feels that drawing attention to this cause that he feels is important is worth making himself look like a goof over. I just Because probably. anybody with half a brain looks at that and is like, What are you talking about, yep. man? Like you you emit more than any of us. That is so strange so, to me. It's the I don't whole... get it. And I've always liked Sebastian Vettel. He seemed like a very straightforward guy. He's mm. well spoken. And then I read, I hear this, and I'm just like, man, I think I've lost a bit of respect for the dude because, yeah, like you look ridiculous being the one criticizing everyone else when you are a Formula One race car driver and like doing it well. The press like of the, of the Grand Prix, you are. What is happening? Like, what? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. Friend of the show, Fred, asked me to look into the etymology of a certain phrase. And first off, he asked if the real phrase is hunger pains or hunger pangs. It's pangs, isn't it's it? pangs. Like pangs of guilt? Yes. Like TSN hockey insider Darren Pang? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like that. But a lot of people, that's one of those misstated terms, yes. right? Hunger pain is something that a lot of people say, but it's actually pang. Uh, a pang was actually first used in reference to childbirth. So sudden contractions that happened when you were giving birth to a child, they were calling that a pang. That, was, that used to be called a pang. So... People compare the feeling in your stomach when you're really hungry to the feeling of childbirth. You know, I'm not They're sure. They're about the same, aren't they? I'm not sure there's a huge similarity here. Same thing. Same like, sort of discomfort. If you're literally starving, that's one thing. But if you're just getting a little peckish and you're starting to refer to that as a pang, I we may have to stop using that term. If you uh, were does to, pang, like hunger pangs only refer to like like you said like starvation? Oh, well, they were or saying is it that, like if you have just a little rumble in your tummy because it's 11 o'clock? Like, well, is that... No, we use it to, to refer to any type of hunger, right? Like, oh, I've got some hunger pangs. People use it in all kinds and stages of hunger, not just starvation. In fact, most people aren't literally starving when they say I've got hunger pangs, well, they right? They say I'm so, starving, right. Yeah, they would. Or like so, pangs of guilt are, is like a physical... It's like a physical reaction, right, to yeah. feeling so much guilt that you like you feel it in your stomach. Yes, and that's what they're saying is like the the contraction that you feel in the stomach when you're giving birth is similar to that of hunger. I wouldn't okay. explain that to somebody who had popped out a child though, being like, "Yeah, man, I'm I'm really hungry right now." 
I'm, I'm just as hungry, and it's just as painful as when you popped out our baby. <laughs> well, it's like, That's yeah, it was hungry. a 20-hour labor. It was it was hell. Yeah, like, and I'm... Ah, I feel you. I feel that. I haven't eaten for a few hours, so yep. I, I, too, have experienced that. Yeah, I just... I ate about an hour ago, and I'm, I'm starting to feel a little tinge of hunger again. Even though we're joking, I, know. I still think there are some women who would like to kill us right yes, now. Yes, absolutely. Even though we're joking. This is what I'm saying, is that now that I know that I think I'm going to refrain from that term, okay? Etymology with Shauna. VNS in 20 minutes or less. The algorithm on my social media feeds has clearly figured out that I was renovating a place because all of my ads now, it's nothing but like home decor, oh, furniture, lighting fixtures. They'd be so excited to learn that about you. Oh, oh have we got ads for you. They've been hitting me Woo! hard and they've been hitting me often. Oh, it's yeah. It's nothing but that. And it, honestly, I've come across some really cool stuff, so I actually don't even mind it that no, much. No. But I got the funniest one the other day. It was an ad for kitchen cabinet handles that are shaped like brass knuckles. And in case there was any doubt, if you're just like, oh, do those just yeah, look just like they, brass knuckles? Or, the style? Or? Uh, the, the model name is called Punch. Okay. And mm -hmm. they had a fist emoji in the description what? of the post. So okay. they're brass knuckle cabinet handles for your kitchen cabinets. Why would you <laughs> want that? I don't know, man. Like, who are these for? MMA these fighters? For? <laughs> I mean, even but them, they why? They're not... Brass knuckles? I know. Drug dealers? Was, where it's like, I want everyone to know how tough yeah, I am. Yeah, want to be gangsters? And I'm going to do it through the handles on my kitchen cabinet. Oh, you don't think I'm tough? Come to my kitchen. <laughs> Look. I'll show you how tough I am. Every door, brass knuckles. Yeah. Careful. Don't mess with me. Oh, I'll hit you with my I kitchen cabinet door. Right mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. There's an intruder in the middle that... You're like, Self-defense? Oh, nearest weapon? Rip a cab cabinet door right off. But then the intruder can that. also do that. Well, <laughs> You're giving the intruder weapons too, okay? And there's lots of them. You got like you got all kinds. A couple dozen cabinets what? in your kitchen, ready to go. We're that gonna have a brass knuckle rumble, strange. and there's plenty of ammunition here. Oh yeah, very very strange. Like it's new new kitchen party. Everybody <laughs> take a cabinet door. We're all going right. in town on each other. We're gonna beat the wheels off yeah. each other. Woo! <laughs> 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 if you went over to someone's house and you saw that. Are that those is, brass knuckles? That's a yeah, weird. Don't mess with me. Yeah, we have kitchen Kayleys in this party all the time, and we <laughs> we do with brass knuckles here. Okay, <laughs> knuckle up, let's go. Oh. The BMS in twenty minutes or less podcast. Sixteen-year-old me would yep. be buying the shit out of those brass knuckles <laughs> when you didn't have kitchen cabinets to put them on, though. But you can't buy brass knuckles in Canada. You can't. You can buy brass knuckle candle habit. Oh, so that's... Cabinet handles, it's just people who want brass knuckles, and it's a way to get around yeah. it. So nobody's actually well, putting them on their cabinets. They're just using them. I'm just wondering if that's just a front to get them... Yeah. In, like, a different way of selling them in Canada. Good I know. Point. That's what I was thinking. That, again, you order them... But yeah, it's you not for your cabinets. It's put in an order. We'd like them in, br in brushed nickel, please. That's so funny. <laughs> you never know. I remember in welding class in shop class, we were trying to make brass knuckles. <laughs> we broke more fingers with that stuff, like taking washers and everything, welding them together. That's so funny, man. That's shop amazing. class, you're just making weapons. Uh, in uh, When I went to school in Settler, they had, like, you do metal work. Yeah. You would actually melt metal and put it into... Uh, like a form to build stuff. And yeah, we were making knives and all sorts of stuff, but they could only be a certain length because anything longer than that, they had school considered a weapon. And they let you make knives? Yeah, so you'd make that and then you go to the wood shop side and make the handle and then the leather to make the sheet. It was, it was kind of cool. That's actually. really cool. I that I would totally be into that even now. Yeah, that's yeah like it, was, 
it was pretty entertaining. But, <laughs> it was so. a different. It was a different yeah. time too. It was a different time. Yeah, well, yeah, especially for me compared to you guys, even. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine the the weapons that were made in our shop class. <laughs> <laughs> you also had a weapons class. Yes, right? sure did. VNS in 20 minutes or less. We were chatting about dad badges on Friday leading into, of course, Father's Day. Mm-hmm. And a friend of the show, Tyler, messaged us and he suggested another one. He says, completely screwing up a project and making it three times worse because calling a certified tradesman is just a waste <laughs> of money. <laughs> is a typical dad maneuver and I was like oh my that god that is a huge dad maneuver where you're like oh, I was like, it's way too w- expensive I can do that myself totally it takes way too long and costs way more money than it would if you just hired someone to come in and for my dad it wasn't even a waste of money it was that he felt he could do better than the tradesman he could do better than the person who does it yes, every day, living. all day, for a living. Yeah, he'd bring somebody in, and then he would critique their work and be like, I could have done it better. <laughs> That's a proud dad tradition, too. That is, oh my God. That's a proud tradesperson tradition. It's yep. the lifeblood of the industry, criticizing mm-hmm. other tradespeople's work. Holy but. crap. My dad did this once. He decided to renovate a, a bathroom upstairs, which again... I mean, that's involving a lot of serious, serious things. He wanted to move the toilet and the, the, the tub around and put new... Decided to do it himself... And then at one point, he couldn't find the pipe he needed, so he went down to the main floor of our house and started just sledgehammering the walls <laughs> to try and find the pipe that he was trying to find. Bet he found it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and in the meantime, there were a bunch of walls with holes in them. <laughs> My mom was not happy about this whole ordeal. That's, needless to say, just adding all the extra work of then having to patch all these walls. Like, Did he get it done? Yeah, way way later, yeah. way longer. I'm sure way more expensive than it would have been if he had just brought somebody in to do it in the first place. I'm pretty so far I haven't made that mistake to a large scale. Like I I think I kind of know my limits. That's good. And you know, I'll look at a job and be like, "Ah, this one I need a professional for this one." You know? Yeah. So I mean, again, my dad would get it all done just not in the timely manner. Like, just why would you do... Yeah, and it often ends up costing you more than yep. a tradesperson could have come in and handle it for. So Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, that is I haven't earned dad that badge. dad badge yet. Maybe okay. The thing is, though, you kind of need to make those mistakes sometimes to realize where your limits are. Fair. Right? I suppose so. And you you learn from those. If, you know, the he got value out of it. He learned. Mm. I'm sure he, it was a learning experience for him. It cost him a bit. Yeah, we cost him a bit, it, but, but it, this happened more than once. This is the thing. So, like, how many <laughs> so times did you do that. it before we we then learn? I'm not sure, but <laughs> God bless, some, you. God bless you, Bill. Somewhere down the line, he's got that dad badge. He does. Oh yeah, lots of them. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast. It's graduation season. It is lots of grads happening, and I'm very happy for this year's graduating class because they actually get to celebrate yes, their graduation. The, I know the graduating classes of 2020, 2021, the last two years, they got. Hosed. Totally. Totally hosed. Yep. Just kind of like, all right, bye. Yep. <laughs> That's the end of your online schooling. You I know. Go do something else. Oh, Sucks. It's awful. So I'm pumped for this year's grad class. Yep. I hope they do it up big. Um, but I was thinking about, it's, it's funny to think about like the people that you graduated with, because I graduated in 2007. Mm-hmm. You would have been 2006. Yep. And like where everyone has ended up since then. Like I didn't go to a 10-year reunion or anything. But, I like, didn't either. Kinda... They didn't have those at our school? No, because no. if there were there'd be gang fights. I or... swear to God, they they don't want the people who went to. I went to a rough school for those of you who don't know, and uh, I honestly think they're concerned of getting the gangs back together. So did it? Did anyone you graduate with like go on to become famous? Like, would we know the names of anyone you went to school with? I was thinking about this, and it's funny. I 
Because you, you went to a big school, right? I did. And I've lost a, a track of a lot of people that I went to school with. I mean, because it was such a big school, right? You kind of had your own little crew and that was it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. I mean, you know, like Michael Sarah was part of our drama group, but he didn't actually go to our school. So it's like, okay, I can't think of anybody who did like they're NHL players and stuff but from your class uh no no you're right it wouldn't have been if one year before me and then my friend's brother but that's yeah not our class hmm. that I can think of yeah I was trying to think I don't know if there's anyone really from my class either like the um Joel Senek who anchors the six o'clock news and global here uh, yeah he was in my class right um and he went to like he went to school in Boston for track he was a track star and then went on to do journalism yeah like I had um, you know, friends who got scholarships, like sports scholarships and went yeah. to the States for that kind of stuff, but like nothing, I don't know. University was a lot different because of course I went to radio and television arts school. Right. So tons of people I graduated from university with are on TV and are doing mm-hmm. the news and all that kind of stuff. But so I see them school? all the time, but not high school. A lot of people, well, not a lot, but a few people wound up in jail that I... Yeah, there like there have been some high profile arrests from people I graduated yeah. with in the last couple of years. Like, and... Like not not good crimes, like not crimes where like oh I sort of get it, like Ooh, bad stuff, really yeah. bad stuff. Um, See that's awful. Why is it? Why is that what we? It's probably though again because that's the stuff you hear on the news, especially mm-hmm. when it's high profile. Whereas, you know, again I probably have lost track of some people who are probably doing great things. Probably I just doing don't well. Know. Uh, another dude I went to school with, he he's the long snapper for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders now, but he played in the NFL for a bit. Well, that's cool. So that's pretty big. Yeah, make it to the NFL. There you go. It's better than. Being jail. in the news for, for, for jail. Actually, a lot of people, I think, in my class are jail. That's where they wound up. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.